Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Hey there, welcome to another exciting episode of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Sam with Fowler Consulting. And I am Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. On episode number 103, we're going to jump into a book because it's been a minute. And this one is by Stephen M. R. Covey. And it's called Trust and Inspire. Drew, this was your choice. So as soon as Lucas drops us a little... Burgess Meredith, let's let's get into this sucker. Books, books, all the books I'll need, all the books, all the books I'll ever want. Well, Sam, I chose this one because Amazon told me I would like it. In all of Amazon's great wisdom, were they correct? Oh, wait, 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 wait. No spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't, can't do that. That's that's at the end. For those of you that are not familiar with Stephen M. Covey, you're probably familiar with his father just straight Stephen Covey, he took over for his, Stephen M.R. Covey took over for his dad, um, wow, years ago now, like 15 or 20 years ago now. I'll get our crack research staff on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the Googlers on that. It's been a while though. And this book caught my interest. Gosh, it's probably been in my travel bag for like three months. Yeah. And I just haven't been able to read it. It's, it's not a book we like. It's not a fable. It's generally not a manual, but it's got manual pieces to it. It's kind of like the back end of the Lencioni books where he says, this is how you do it. And it's like 30 pages, except Hovey does it over the 240 pages of the book. It spells it all out. But let's get into what it is at its core. At its core, the idea is you manage inventories and lead people. And if you're managing inventories, then you're commanding control. And you're very structured and it's carrot and stick behavior and it's you will do this or else kind of behavior. And if you think about it, we generally operate like that in many places, in many ways. Trust and inspire is the get into the why and allow them to do and to try and allow. It's great. He's got a great story with his dad right in the very beginning where he talks about green. And clean. Green and clean. And be your own boss. His father looks him in and says, here's the deal. Uh, you're going to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to be here if you need me. You're your own boss. And it's such an empowering statement. And it's kind of cool. First quick tangent. It's kind of cool because that's the way I teach the supervisor class. Is don't just go in and throw the apron on and take over because now it's your store. Go in and say, hey, I'm here if you need me. Just ask and then tell me where you want me. It was really cool for me as I was going through the book to see like, okay, I, I haven't been fully in trust and inspire. I'm, I'm like walking this tightrope of command and control and I can totally go trust and inspire. And, and it was very cool for the roadmap for how to remove the last remnants of command and control from like, from a couple of my classes. So let's talk about that for a second, because you and I typically hint different levels of the operation. You are very well versed and experienced in above store stuff. And I like to, I like to dabble in the in store stuff. Yep. You like to get dirty. 
you're you're a cornmeal guy. I like to put the apron on and see if I still know how to make a pizza, which um, by the way, I made some pizzas yesterday. Uh, we were doing a world's fastest pizza maker competition for Mike Harding's group. And when we got there to set up, they had a timed order for 40 pizzas. Um, so I got to make a couple of pizzas, which was kind of cool. But I guess that's another story for another day, as my good friend Drew would say. As I was reading the book, you know, I was all about the trust and inspire. I think that's great. And I think for the folks that you talk to most, the supervisors, I'm 100% on board. What I'm struggling with is I think there still needs to be, but I, I'm not sold, but I think there still needs to be some command and control at the store level because I think you're dealing with, I think you're dealing with a different type of team member. And when I say different, what I mean is typically supervisors and general managers have decided that at least for the time being, this is the path they want to be on as far as a career. Whereas general managers are dealing with folks that maybe haven't found their path yet or have their path. And Domino's Pizza is a way to fund their current path. So I'm, I'm just struggling with it. I'm not sold yet, but I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. As you said, I generally go above store. You're generally down in the cornmeal. I occasionally dabble down in the cornmeal because the above store folks need that too. Of course. And so this is where I will, I will happily try and turn the light on for you to guide you away. So if you think about, you think about load and go. So one of the things I do around load and go is I talk about assigning the roles and then I talk about setting goals and I talk about asking the team, Hey, if you're going to be my driver tonight, what can you do to help achieve this goal? Right, 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 right. That is 100% in trust and inspire. Yeah, it really is. Okay. That is, that is not a command and control. I'm telling the driver, I know you know how to do the job. I trust you. And because you know what our goals are and what our purpose is, you can tell me how you can best improve it. Now, to your point, and this is going to be true in any organization, manager, supervisor, even franchisee, if it's a bad leader, the trust inspire is not going to work because there's no trust. There's right. probably little inspire. <laughs> and so they have to fall back on the command and control to get any of their management stuff to work. So I think that's where you're seeing the, the issue. Bad leader is a really harsh phrase. Let's say poor leader, an untrained leader. A leader finding their way. How about that? Yeah, there you go. That's a really long way to say the same thing, but yes. What about, you know, certain tasks? I mean, I would think that, and again, I'm not sold. I'm just, I'm just thinking my way through this. I was on board with what Stephen was saying, and I think it works really well with leaders that are farther up the chain and are dealing with people that are in their careers. And I like what you just said as well. I think that makes sense. If I'm teaching a pizza maker, there has to be some sense of command and control. I would think, you know, the command is rim size, portion placement, bake, and the control is do it. Now there's many ways to get there, I would imagine, but um, you're already shaking your head. So I'm going to let you jump in there. Cause again, I, I'm not set on this. And if I'm being truthful, 
and a hundred percent transparent, I would love to get to where I'm a hundred percent on board with trust and inspire. He's got his, uh, three components, um, modeling, trusting and inspiring. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you have to model the behavior. So this is what I do like in the book. At the end of each chapter, he has a command and, con command and control versus a trust and inspire kind of like chart. And at the end of chapter five in the modeling, and I'm going to give the command first, and then I'll do the trust and inspire second. So to your point, the command and control person works with formal authority versus moral authority, right? I am the boss. You should do what I say, although, uh, as opposed to you should do what's right. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, there's position versus influence, what you do versus who you are, hell versus show. And that's I think that's where you're the very new team member. Absolutely. We're going to have to show them. And he talks later on in like chapter 10 or 11 about setting them up for success and that training a person to do the job isn't micromanagement. It's setting them up for success. Six months later, standing over them, making sure they do every step the exact way you showed them six months ago is command and control. Right. You have to allow them to learn how to do it and grow. I think you're much closer to trust and inspire than you realize. And I think most of what you train for is really close to that. I could tell you for me, the part that broke me was the celebrate. I know in my better visits today, I talk about observe, improve, evaluate, and then celebrate. And he is very much like celebrating is all about carrot and stick. And if, if you're going to celebrate the win, that's cool, but subconsciously they know that you will punish the loss. Hmm. So he's very much a inspire them to do it. Yeah, you can give them a high five and you can reward the behavior and, and, and do something like that. But it, it has to be subtle and it can't be like, hey, you made your first great pizza. We're all going to stop and applaud and, and give you $100. Like it can't be something like that. It's got to be really, really subtle because if it's if it's bigger subconsciously, we know the stick is somewhere around because we're used to do this or that. Yeah, I get that. I'm going to have to go back and reread that piece because I'm like you said, it, it broke you, um, but it sounds like you got around to it. I'm not sure I agree 100 percent that if there's reward, people know there's also punishment. I think that depending on who they've worked for before and who their leaders were before, they could definitely be conditioned for that. And that's the command and control thing. The carrot and stick is all command and control. So if, if you're in that bucket as a leader, and that's what he's saying, it's not that they, it's that subconscious piece, right? They just, hey, thanks. Thanks for the reward. Instead of carrot and stick, couldn't there be carrot and coach? And now you're back to trust and inspire. You're back into inspire part. Coaches doesn't manage. You are so close to trust and inspire. <laughs> you're just getting stuck on someone needs to be in control. And again, I, I, I totally want to be there. I think it's a, I think it's the only way today's workforce is going to respond. And I'm, I'm a big believer in it matters not what the leader wants. It matters more what the team needs. You know, I'm a huge believer and it's much easier to change the way I lead than it is to change the way the entire team responds. I agree. And this gets into the components of that with some of the way he explains it. So you and I've talked a couple of times about vision, mission, and values. And I know I've worked with franchisees to help them set up their own vision and mission statements because they have, they have to be able to communicate to their team why they exist beyond make a pizza, make money. There has to be more than that. Of course. And I've struggled because 
I, I say the phrase, your business has to have more of a purpose. If you want to attract people, it's got to have more of a purpose. And later on in the book, Covey actually says, what we're talking about is the difference between mission, vision, and values. Where if you remember back 07, 08, when we had our, at the moment of choice, we demand, right? There was a lot of people who had to recite that, but no one could tell you what it meant. So Covey's thing is switch it. And instead of vision, mission, and values, it's purpose, meaning, and contribution. What's the purpose of the company? What does that mean to us and to you? And then what's your contribution to it? And as soon as you do that, now it ties in later to his, how you tie people in through, through self, through team. There's a third, I can't think of, I'd have to look through my notes, but, but it, it's really cool the way he lays it out and I'm totally going to give it away. But I, I do two books at the start of Better Visits today. I talk about Infinite Game and Atomic Habits, and I will now be doing uh, Inspire and Trust because I was 90% of the way there and it just makes sense. You could talk about three. I'm just saying. No, that's just it. I'm going to, I have to add this one in. Cool, cool. I thought there was an interesting piece. It was early on in the book and he talked about how in the 1800s, perhaps, people were saying that human knowledge doubled every hundred years. And then in 1984, I probably got that date wrong because my notes are awful. Human knowledge doubled every year. And then currently human knowledge is doubling every 12 or 13 hours. It was crazy. And it's just the amount of knowledge that we have access to, I think makes the trust and inspire so much more important because people can pull out their phone and find out exactly what they need to know. And if you're a general manager and you're spouting off standards, or you're spouting off rules, you know, somebody can go and pull it up right on PyNet and see what the standard really is. Although they're more likely to post on Facebook and ask, but that again is another story for another day. That's just the communication problem. It is solely a communication problem because I don't know about you, but I can't think of the last time I saw in a store where there were there are posters for everything and there's no poster for where to go get the info. Inconceivable. Mm, that's a good point. It might say something like that somewhere, but I haven't seen it. It might say it at the bottom of one of the posters. I haven't seen a, you got questions, we got answers. Here's your three documents you need to look at and go here. That's a great job, Aid. Maybe one of us should create that. I'm not going to tangent. I'm not going to tangent. I'm going to leave it for the next episode because, because I'm going to tease the next episode and I'm going to talk to you, Sam, about my AI chatbot that I started using last week for my class and what it could actually do. And it ties right into what we're talking about. All right, so let's jump back into Mr. Covey's book. Give me your last thoughts on the book, and then I'll give you my thoughts, and then you can wrap it all up. I mean, it's going on the, the prize table, but it's also, like I said, I, I actually have to rewrite my better visits today because I, I have a couple pieces that I just need to adjust. Yes, you should still celebrate wins. It's a matter of, it's, it's a matter of being specific in why you're doing it, and it's not the carrot and stick, right? So I am really close in my class because I'm not telling them to say to the person, hey, if you do this, then you'll get a high five or you'll get a lunch on us on Friday. I'm saying that now that they've done it, go do something nice for them. And he's kind of in that bucket, right? I'm really close. I just need to make the adjustments to my class to where I'm, I'm not really close because I actually agree. And, and it was just one of those like aha moments for me. So this is on the prize table and going into my class. So before I tell you what I think about the book, I think I just had a, I think I just had a light bulb moment by the way okay. you just explained carrot and stick. 
and how he still believes we should celebrate. So let me see if I'm picking up what Mr. Covey's laying down and what you're laying down. Not that there shouldn't be carrots. It's that they should be organic carrots. That when something good happens, you celebrate it because it happened. You don't preface the activity with it. If you do this, you'll get this. It just comes out organically. I guess to tie that down, if I say, get this result and I'll give you this, then I'm celebrating the result. Whereas if it happens organically, I'm celebrating you. And that's the big difference is that this isn't, we have to, as leaders, we have to generate the result, but it's not the result that matters. It's the person that does it that matters. And this is just focusing on that. Um, yes. Yeah. That's, that's it. And I need to adjust that. And I was close because I don't really talk about the stick and I don't really talk about like, I want the supervisors to think about how they could celebrate ahead of time, but I don't want them to like, Hey, if you do this, you'll get why. I don't want that. I want to, Hey, you did it. That's awesome. Here you go. High fives. So organic carrots is where I think I just landed. I can't deny that. That's, that's a really, that's a really good line. Actually. It's a, it's a really solid line in, in many different ways. Wow. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm wondering why you're, you're fighting that so much as if I have never, ever had a good idea or something. You have had so many good ideas, but organic carrot, it's so cheesy and yet it works. So yeah, it, it is cheesy, but you know, cheese sticks. I, you know, people remember cheesy lines. I think that's, that's why they do them. So yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm going to go back and reread a lot of it um, so that I make sure I'm, I'm on board. I love the way you explained the book. It's definitely on my bookshelf. Uh, it could probably make its way to the prize table soon. Uh, once I make sure that I'm fully vested, I don't like to put books on the prize table that I'm not a hundred percent vested in this one. I'm about 90%. I'm so, so close. I'm absolutely on board with the premise. I just want to make sure that, that I can explain the what ifs in my own mind. So, and the organic carrots are getting me very close. We default to command and control because it's easy. Yes, not it be, is. Not because it's effective. And it's likely how we've been led in the past. Correct. So we think it generates a result. It's very old school. With organic carrots out there, let us finish this one up. You see what I did there? Carrots, I, lettuce. I, yeah, lettuce. Yeah, kinda, yeah, that was terrible getting a whole salad going on here. So why don't you give us some dressing and, uh, and, and wrap up for the listeners about the book while I continue to think about puns. This was a book review about or book discussion about trust and inspire from Stephen M. R. Covey, which also means this is the end of episode 103 of Drew and Sam talk training in the event you have yet to like follow us or subscribe. We know who you are. Actually, we don't know who you are because it's, not easy for us to know who you are if you're listening and not liking following or subscribing so please like follow and subscribe and that way you know tell your friends share with your neighbors put it on a carrier pigeon buy a giant billboard on the moon and tell people to listen to this fabulous little podcast i am drew with better than yesterday consultant and i am sam out in my garden looking for organic carrots and lettuce hey gang as always go out there sell more pizza and have more fun I'm a bit
that's all, folks.